In this episode of Call to Marriage, I talk about my personal experience with my spouse coming home, reintegration, what that's looked like, and how the dynamic has changed throughout that. So let's just jump right into it. Hi there. Welcome to Call to Marriage, a show about navigating life as a military spouse. I'm your host, Callie, a newcomer on the scene of what is the military spouse life. The military community is a tight-knit, but sometimes tight-lipped one. I hope to pull back the curtain on life as a military spouse to answer the questions that I wish someone would have answered for me, talk about my experiences I've gone through, or talk about the ones that I'm going through right now. I'm always learning new things about this crazy new life and invite you on this journey with me. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to Call to Marriage. You guys, deployment is over. (laughs) I feel like I have just been on cloud nine. I finally have my spouse home. Deployment is over. We are in the reintegration phase. And so far it's been good, but it has also been challenging in many different aspects. And so I wanted to touch on sort of what my experience has been like, what what have the different challenges looked like, and how we as a couple are walking through them. And so first of all, just it feels like a huge weight (laughs) has been lifted now that he's home. Deployment without my spouse was so draining for me. I felt like I was running on empty a lot of the time. I sort of was struggling to keep up with everything, which I know is normal and it's a lot to ask a spouse to suddenly be just the sole person responsible for the home. And if you have pets, the pets, and if you have kids, the kids. And so I felt like my battery was constantly on empty. I was having a really hard time recharging myself. I was trying to be superwoman and do everything by myself. I, I, you know, had a really hard time reaching out and asking for help. And luckily I I did have people in my life who sort of forced help onto me, which was unbelievably awesome looking back in hindsight. And I know that the next deployment, I need to be more proactive about that, but I I will say, you know, the day after he come, came home, I just was able to wake up and breathe. And I hadn't realized, you know, I've been holding my breath for the past eight months because my person wasn't here. And so that has been a really awesome part about the homecoming and, and the reintegration. Um, but on top of that, it has also felt kind of awkward and, and weird and trying to navigate having him back full time. And, you know, he still goes to work and he still does those things, but having him back in my life physically and not just, you know, through FaceTime has been weird. I told a friend, I compared it to, you know, when I went to pick him up, I felt like I was going on a first date. I had butterflies. I was nervous. I was excited. I was unsure of what was, you know, going to happen. And, um, you know, and, and that I think is, is good. And it wasn't a bad thing to feel those feelings, but it was, it was weird. You know, I, I had to relearn how to live with my husband. I had to relearn how to date my husband, how to be married to my husband almost because we've been doing marriage long distance, you know, for for the past 8 months. And so figuring out our dynamic being in the same room, you know, let alone the same country was weird and it was unexpected. I didn't expect to feel those things. I kind of I think in my head, when people talk about reintegration, I always thought, oh, you know, you're going to have to figure out how to share chores. You're going to have to figure out how to, you know, exist in the same space. But 
your feelings and your emotions for that person aren't going to change. And that's true to an extent. I still love my husband immensely. He's still my person. But I had this weird nervousness, awkwardness feeling towards him like a first date. I wasn't quite sure what to do. I, I, uh, when I went to pick him up, this is a perfect example of not knowing what to do. You know, they get off the bus and they're all wearing masks in my defense. And if you have ever seen a military crowd wearing masks, they kind of all look the same. Let's be very honest here. They, you know, <laughs> you can't really tell. And so my husband was walking towards me and I'm sitting there with my mouth open, kind of going, are you my husband? Is that you? And he's walking towards me laughing. And I was like, I really hope this is my husband I'm about to run to and not some other person's husband because that would just be awkward. But you know, you're getting used to being around that person and it's, it's uncomfortable and it's awkward and it's weird. But at the same time, you're just, your heart is so full. Your heart is so happy and you're just so excited to have them home. Another weird dynamic shift about reintegration is I have had to learn how to share responsibility. I have been, you know, doing all the chores, doing everything myself for, you know, eight months and like taking out the trash and cleaning the kitchen and doing the laundry and taking care of the dogs and, you know, everything by myself. And so when my spouse came home, you know, he was like, Hey, you know, I'll I'll take care of responsibilities for, you know, as much as I can. Let me take as much off your plate as I can. And of course, you know, I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. Go ahead. But when it came time for him to help out, I wasn't letting him help out. I would just sort of, um, and I'd ask him like, hey, can you take the trash out? And if he didn't do it right at that moment, or if he said, yeah, I'll get to it, just give me a second, I would get frustrated that he wasn't doing it right away because, you know, when I wanted to take the trash out or when I needed to take the trash out, I just took the trash out. So I realized that if things weren't getting done on the timeline that I had dictated or that I had wanted, I was getting flustered and frustrated at him for not carrying the load when in reality he was carrying it just on a different timeline. And I think that's probably true in any marriage and that's kind of probably a tiff that is pretty normal across the board. But I think coming back and having to let go and let someone else take care of things was so hard for me. And I'll be very candid. I'm a very type A person. Things need to be done my way or it's the wrong way, which I know is not healthy. I'm working on it, I promise. But that's just who I am as a person. I'm very particular. Things I like things to be done in a particular way. Like towels have to be folded a certain way. And so, you know, doing everything my way for, you know, this deployment, it was hard to give up that control and let someone else take care of things because in my head, they weren't doing it my way on my timeline. So they were doing it wrong. And that's not true at all. So it's, you know, that's been a lot of just learning how to share responsibilities and knowing that the way that my husband does things is not the wrong way to do things. It's just how he does things. And it's different than how I do things. And that's okay. <laughs> the The final piece that I've been working through with, you know, him coming home and learning how to reintegrate is our conversations with each other. And, you know, the, the physical touch aspect is something too. And so 
What I mean by conversations with each other is we've always been fairly good at communicating and expressing our feelings and expressing, you know, if we're frustrated, say why we're frustrated and just sort of talk through things instead of, you know, creating small arguments about it. We found it's just more efficient if we just talk about it. And so, you know, we've never being apart. And I think, you know, with the deployment aspect too, it's sort of this weird removed. It's, it's harder to get as annoyed with each other when you're not physically next to each other. And I think both of us have struggled a little bit with just being annoyed with each other, not in a bad way, but just in, you know, being now you're constantly with your person and you're having to work things out face to face instead of over FaceTime. And, you know, we had a time difference. So if one of us was frustrated, we had a little bit of time to kind of cool over and think about it. Instead of now you have to kind of deal things with it as they come. And so For us, it's been really good just to remind ourselves that, you know, we love each other. We're just frustrated because we're still learning how to adapt and interact with each other. And that's totally fine. It's just going to take us a minute to get back to that place where, you know, we're comfortable and we can express things and we can talk about things without getting annoyed or frustrated with each other. And two, that as well with just the annoyed and frustrated, kind of figuring out like each other's boundaries and um needs again especially like physical needs like I know that I tend to be a stage five clinger hugger and sometimes my spouse needs his space and sometimes my spouse can want you know a lot of hugs and I want my space and so figuring out how to find that balance again of you know emotional and physical intimacy with still respecting and honoring the other person and their space and their needs has been weird. It, again, it's. I think it all boils down to you're dating your spouse again. You're figuring it out. You're learning how to be with your person all the time again. Like even sharing the same bed. I woke up the first night in a panic <laughs> because I thought some stranger was in the house and it was just my husband. And so figuring out those dynamics again and just we've had to allow each other a lot of grace in that we understand it's going to be awkward, we understand it's going to be weird, and just figuring it out. And I'm going to bring my husband on for the next episode, and we're actually going to talk about this together, which I am really excited about, because I think it'll be really cool for you guys to hear his perspective on it. But it was just a lot of patience and grace and understanding understanding, and coming in with the expectation, it's going to be awkward, it's going to be weird, but it's going to be okay. Everything is going to be fine. It's just going to be weird for the first, you know, a little bit of time. Luckily for us so far, we've kind of gotten into a groove and that has been really good. So reintegration for us really only looked like a couple weeks, but I know for other people, it's not as smooth. And so I think just reminding yourself, it's going to be awkward, allowing yourself grace for the awkwardness and for the weirdness, because you, it's, you have to, to remind yourself that you have another person to help you and to take care of you and to walk through this life with you. Again, I think deployment makes us very independent, very much so I got this, I'm on my own, I know how to do things on my own. And then you have to re-bring in another person. And it's just, it's weird. (laughs) That's the best way I can describe it. But if you're going through reintegration, know that everything that you're feeling is normal. Everyone has felt at least some part of what you're going through. And there are resources, there are professional resources, and there are military spouse resources who, if you need a shoulder to lean on or someone to talk through, you can. 
my DMs and um, my email at ask.ctmpodcast at gmail.com is always open if you need someone to express these feelings with or if you want some more detailed advice or just someone to bounce ideas off of, I am always open to being that person. You can find us also on Facebook and Instagram at Call to Marriage. And again, like I said, my DMs are always open, but I do will say at the end of this, my heart is full. I feel recharged. Reintegration, just the end goal of the fact that I have my person home um, makes the awkwardness worth it. And it does get easier as you get into a routine, setting that routine and figuring out what it looks like for you guys makes it so much easier. So I'm happy. (laughs) I hope that as you get your spouses home, you're able to feel that as well. Um, If you're preparing for a deployment, know that it's going to be a little awkward in the beginning. It'll be a little awkward in the middle. It'll be a little awkward at the end, but it's all worth it. At the end of the day, you get your person home. So thank you guys so much for listening. I so look forward to talking with you guys again next week. But until then, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.